You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Hey everybody, Jill Hicks here with College Recruiting um, with Jill Hicks, and I hope you all are doing well and enjoying your um, beautiful summers and getting out to those summer camps. We have had a pretty strong response with JH girls that have attended the right summer camps and are now getting offers, the 2023s. So if that's you, um, great job. I think the key um, in that is that you're going to the right realistic camps so that you possibly can come away, you know, with some really great offers. So it is happening. So camps do work. Summer camps do work in terms of um, connecting with coaches and getting offers. Um, but today's topic is all about marketing yourself to the college coaches so how do you get the college coaches to really, truly notice you? And what are you doing to put your name in front of the college coaches? So I think actually high schoolers um, this day and age are actually pretty savvy at um, social media and in turn, um, you know, able to do a lot of what I would consider important parts of marketing yourself. Um, you may not find that all high school um, athletes understand exactly what their sport requires. Um, today, I'm going to throw out, you know, a whole lot of information, of course, about gymnastics and acrobatics and tumbling, but it applies to many of the sports. However, I can tell you, just like recruiting, um, different college coaches like different things and different sports tend to use different platforms. So, um, for example, in the sport of gymnastics, it used to be when I was recruited, uh, we didn't even have videos. We didn't have uh, very little photos even. Um, so they recruited based off of scores only, almost. Um, and then it kind of went to an eight-track tape um, that everybody sent. And I remember when I was recruiting at Oregon State, we would have piles upon piles because they took up a ton of room. And we would have to insert those into a VHS and watch them over and over. So it was much more challenging. I would say today, um, I'm seeing a variety of ways to market yourself to the college coaches. So we're going to cover... Instagram, YouTube, websites, algorithms, emails, subject lines, content, videos, photos, and even leotards. So um, what I see is gymnasts, number one, really struggle to toot their own horn. Um, number two, gymnasts typically are perfectionists. And number three, gymnasts play down their progress, that it's not quite good enough. And that has 
serve them well in the sport of gymnastics, those three items. But when it comes to marketing themselves on um, social media, for example, it can be really tough or in their meet emails because they feel like they're not good enough or it's not quite perfect or it just feels really awkward because I find a lot of gymnasts are natural on Instagram and then a lot of girls don't do social media. They just don't have time. So we're seeing all kinds of things like some girls have um, a personal um, Instagram, for example, and then a private gymnast or a, uh, and also public gymnastics Instagram handle name. So they're separating that out. But I can tell you this, college coaches look at both. If they can get into both, and they often can find ways, you must be, you know, very mindful and careful of that. So that being said, I want to point out that beautiful, perfect marketing will not get you recruited. All right. It still comes down to your level of gymnastics, for example, your skills, your start values, your execution, and of course, your academics. And then they get to know you as a person. So those things are still going to trump um, the perfect marketing um, athlete. You still have to be able to do what they need for their team. So which platforms should you be using? In the sport of gymnastics, we're seeing Instagram really rise to the top. Um, and I think it's because it's fast, easy, quick. And a college coach can see what level you are if you um, do a good job of putting it in your profile, what year you are, what club you're from, and then bam, they can see right through an entire year of videos. And so they can see your progress and they can basically see even sometimes if you do a good job, how you placed or um, the, you know, the, the direction of your year or your last couple years even, within just a few minutes. So oftentimes we're seeing the college coaches really go there to find you, to watch you, um, and to recruit. Um, also YouTube. So some college coaches prefer YouTube because of the way the platform is. I know on Instagram, videos um, any longer than the 60 seconds, then have to switch into a longer um, ability to post. So um, some of the coaches are old school and still really love YouTube. So you may hear that from some of the coaches. And I would just recommend when you start having back and forth communication, just to ask them which form of um, where do you want my videos? And they all have uh, often a preference. And then there's websites. Boy, um, Jim Style does an amazing job with websites. They're so beautiful and fun and a really great way to be able to not only see who you are, what you have accomplished, um, your scores and your videos right there. But I can say sometimes those are harder, take a little longer maybe to find than Instagram. So but I wouldn't say they're not being used. I would just say I'm tending to see Instagram being the number one place that college coaches go to find you. Um, all right, algorithms. 
So I think um, this is a challenging um, topic and I would not get too worried or worked up about the algorithms, but just know it can impact um, who's seeing you and how often. So you may wanna do some research on that, but I don't really think you have to get too worried about it. I think when coaches get your information, they go straight to Instagram and find you. They may not see your feed consistently um, because sometimes you're, even though they're following you, I even follow a ton of people I never see. So, you know, they're gonna have to still look you up. But, you know, I would say a lot of, um, times you do want to think through when you're posting what because late at night isn't probably going to be you know if you want them to see it that day it's probably not going to be the best but then you've got all the different time zones you're dealing with and so I wouldn't say get too worried about the algorithms but it can impact you know a daily situation but overall they're going to find your name and look up your videos on Instagram um, emails, subject lines, and content. Um, little reminder how important it is that you're writing your own emails and that they're consistent and creative. And it's just a big red flag um, when a parent is writing the email and you can often tell. So be sure that's not um, happening. But I do believe that it's important that parents are there to help you with those if you need help. I know some kids are better writers than others. And, um, but just keep, if I can give you any pointers on your marketing in your emails, um, it would be to keep it short and to the point, less than two minutes. They don't wanna hear a big long story. They can get that later when they get to know you. Um, Statistics show that people don't even like reading emails anymore. So you want to be creative in your subject line. So they'll open it. And then you want to be super short and sweet um, inside your emails to market yourself. Uh, subject line, put in there what you know the college coaches want um, and are looking for. So it's really important that you don't put what you think you want to tell them. But think about what would a college coach want to see? It's just like when you go get the mail in your mailbox or even, I mean, it's the same thing. When I go get the mail, I'm going to open first any kind of mail that I know is important to me. So that's what you want to think about. What is important to the college coach? And that's how you want to market yourself when you're emailing them. Um, all right. Videos and photos, just be clean, consistent, and show your progress, and don't worry about perfection. Obviously, clean gymnastics is the key there. Tagging is a mixed bag, so I don't have one way to advise on that, like, oh, tag, don't tag. I say if the, the problem is there's pros and cons. So if you tag some schools and don't tag others, they're going to think maybe you don't want to go to their school. So that's where it gets tricky, but you can't tag every school, right? So I would say only tagging should happen when you're really having maybe, and even when you're really having strong communication, you may not want to know, let them know all your serious competitor, all their competitors either. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure tagging is the best way to go, honestly. 
I, that, that opinion in my book is still out. I, I don't know if that, now maybe after you commit and you want the coaches to be able to follow you, you could tag them after you've made a verbal commitment or something like that is great. All right, leotards. Um, I'm telling you, leotards, and I'm not just saying this because I have them, you can purchase them, but the year on the back can be so helpful. So you have to remember when all these kids arrive at these summer camps, it's overwhelming to the college coaches. And if you haven't put a photo of your face on your social media or in your emails, they're not even going to really know who you are. So I highly recommend you do a headshot on your Instagram or on YouTube somewhere or in your email, you could do a bio. They need to see your face. So you don't realize if you go to all the girls trying to get recruited right now on Instagram, you would be amazed 90 plus percent of them only have videos of themselves from far away. So a college coach would never know what their face looks like. So it can be really helpful when a college coach, one, is trying to find you at a camp to be able to watch you. It helps rec them recognize you. And then two, when you come to their camps, they're going to have an easier time remembering who you are. But your year on the back of your leotard can really help them continue to remember. So if they're just casually watching camp and they're trying to remember just your last names and um, give you corrections, but they can glance over and see that year of graduation, it can just embed you even more into their brain. So I highly recommend it. By the way, some college coaches have told me, uh, just so you know, that they do not recruit gymnasts with pictures of themselves in bathing suits. So I don't recommend that you put any pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, whether it's on your personal or your um, gymnastics until even, you know, I would say until you get to college, because I've heard this from the coaches. And I think the reason is, is that when you tend to see one bathing suit picture with certain kids, you tend to see a whole bunch of them. And it's just something you want to avoid if possible, because it can send the wrong message. Um, I know it may not feel like it's fair, but it's just for a period of time while you're going through the recruiting process. Um, or if you're going to just be really mindful of how you're posing, um, you can do beach pictures and things like that, where you're not all about your, you know, your body in a bathing suit, you know, basically, um, there's just so many other choices that you can make, you know, and I just think you have to look at it that way. It's not meant to be judgmental. It's, this is really just meant to be, you know, consider all the other things you can be doing. Um, where you don't have to have a bathing suit on, you know, picture. And remember, it's a business. So your gymnastics in particular, recruiting um, social media is a business. You are marketing yourself as a person to the college coaches. So you want to be pu putting stuff about yourself and what you're involved in, your volunteer work, like all those kinds of things can really help you to stand out. Now, I know a lot of girls will ask me, well, how do I put anything about my academics? That can get a little bit tricky. Um, you can put your GPA, you can put, you know, that you're taking honors and AP courses, even in your profile, you can put National Honor Society, take a picture of the 
certificate. You know, there's all different creative ways where you don't feel awkward. Um, again, just remember it's a business to these coaches. They're looking for certain kit types of personalities and they're looking for certain um, just, you know, a feel for what you're like um, even before they bring you out on a visit. So it's one way to be seen and you just have to be mindful that the college coaches really do um, have an opinion and form an opinion about what they're seeing. All right. So basically going back to my introduction, um, don't be afraid to toot your own horn. Don't be perfectionistic in what you post and don't play down your um, things about yourself. So even in your comments, um, try to think about what you're saying because sometimes if you're over and over saying, uh, I know this isn't very good yet, or um, I have a way a lot of work to do on this, or, um, you know, just be mindful that there's different ways you can actually say the same thing, but come across with confidence. I think that is really important. All right. So just a little reminder, um, on the website, jhicksconsulting.com, we do have two guidebooks. One is for um, girls who want to set goals in gymnastics or acrobatics and tumbling. And um, it just gives you an overview of the recruiting process. And a, it's a book that you can print off immediately and see what kind of goals you, you should be setting to be a part of the recruiting process. And then the other one is really great, especially in the summer when you're going to college summer camps to help you evaluate all the different things that you should be aware of keeping your eyes open for when you're on these college campuses, whether it's a visit or a college camp. So check those out. All you have to do is click on the shop page. And just a reminder that we do have three cheerleading advisors now who are amazing, super connected to the cheer world and the colleges. So that's Tammy, Eddie, and Tessa. So if you know of someone who wants to do cheerleading in college, even if it's as a, you know, a lot of times they aren't getting scholarships, but they just want an opportunity to be a part of the university that way, these advisors can get you connected. So be sure to fill out the forms page and we'll have one of those advisors give you a call. All right. And as far as acrobatics and tumbling, a lot of these same um, marketing tools do apply. Um, obviously, the skills and things are different, but be sure to show these coaches not only your full routines when you're in season, but also your skills and the upgrades that you're working and especially the skills that they're asking for. That is obviously really important. So thanks for joining me here at College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, 
head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.